The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I mean, I'm not saying I was great. Okay. Because I. I probably wasn't. Because it doesn't sound like it's very true. <laughs> I was more that, that friend. It was kind of like the, the guy that's always like, no, he's really trying hard. You know, oh, he's got a good spirit. Okay, and everyone's I was like a good encouraging guy. you. Yeah. yeah. It's like, boy, he's got heart. But they don't want to be stuck with you. You know, he's tough. He gets right back up. But boy, does he get knocked down a lot. It was one of those kinds so of things. So you were very chumble one, but you get knocked I, down and you get back up again. Yeah, until I had to be taken off the mountain on a um, ski mobile. That, that did happen to me, oh, too. Oh, of course that happened to Hello you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have a lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, but I do want to remind everybody, this Saturday, this Saturday. This Saturday. Two Saturday, days Saturday, 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 January 27th. Come on down to the Landmark Saloon. 4847 Southeast Division. Where you can be involved in the Fun Employment Radio Experience. Experience. Now featuring free bingo. Uh, so yes, the Fun Employment Radio Experience, it's our event this Saturday, January 27th, um, 2 p.m. Come on down to one of the best bars in Portland, one of the greatest locations you can find, a good spot to hang out, and we are going to be doing a bunch of stuff. We want to spend the day with you. Yes. And it's and this been is dreary very, here in Portland, yes. and there's a lot, you know, this is the time to come out and have some fun and just relax for, a, for an afternoon. <clears throat> that, excuse me. And that's what we're asking uh, – we're, that's what we're asking people to do. We would kind of like to spend a happy time with you in our happy place. Yeah. Because, yeah. So yes. so uh, it's going to be this Saturday, January 27th, the Landmark Saloon, starting at 2 p.m. Now, there's the VIP show, which is already sold out. So that part's earlier, and that's uh, ticketed. But then 2 p.m., the bar opens up to the public, which is all of you, to come on down. And we're going to be playing Groundhog Day, which will be awesome because who doesn't love Groundhog Day? We're going to be drinking some delicious Not Your Mom's Iced Tea. I'm so excited for that. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun, too. Not Your Mom's Iced Tea mm-hmm. is the fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio's uh, event here. And we really appreciate their support. They are, it's a great beverage, yeah, number Sean one. Sean and the team uh, are so supportive of this, and we yeah. are just so grateful for them. Yeah, we, we really, really appreciate that. And um, then, after Groundhog Day, we're going to be playing bingo. Free bingo. Bingo! Which, if you've been to a Fun Employment Radio bingo event, you know that it's, it's half bingo, half show. Okay, you have to know that Greg... I think was born and brought onto this earth for the sheer purpose of entertaining people during bingo calling. Yeah. It is ridiculous. <laughs> like I, I get to be the actual straight person, which is fun because Greg by that point is usually just insane. Maybe slightly drunk because people keep buying him lots of shots. Yeah, so it's that's hilarious. Also what happens. People keep buying me shots. And it's it's funny. So yeah, you have to by Greg Shots. It's, it's just, it turns out very funny. Which He's I guess, not... since this is a Saturday event this time, I don't have to get up early to work on Monday. You sure don't. Oh, crap. I'm going to be in trouble. You are going to be in such trouble. No, the one who's going to screw me over is Dimitri. Dimitri does every single time. Like, I turn around With and there's generosity, a... generosity, you're complaining about someone being yeah. so generous? Oh, it's generous, but he's doing it for a purpose. Yes, it's... He's doing it he for a, a purpose. purpose. Yeah, he's he's enjoying the show of seeing how many shots he can make me take. And the problem is, the more I take... Anyway, no, we're not going to be over drinking. But we're going to have a good time. Yes, we are. So come on down to the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, this Saturday, January 27th, for our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Experience. Uh, and he says, should they buy Sarah drinks, too? I, I, 
This is more Greg's like letting loose a little thing. Like I, I appreciate the free drinks as well, but I don't have as many as Greg. But so I, I, I think it's because people. I'm doing the bingo calling, and so like you, and you, I'm you're doing, calling the numbers. But yeah, I'm doing so I'm the like inter- rolling the basket the whole time, the and pulling the things. Like I'm, I'm not because I'm busy with my hands, so I'm not really. It is a drinking. show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. We have, like, the rattly, like, ball cage and everything. And it's free. Yeah. With Every time we do this, people come up and they're like, okay, so how much for a card? And they have their wallets out. I'm like, no, it's free, bud. Yeah. Like, with free is, prizes, too. With free prizes. Not Your Mom's Ice Tea and Asylum has donated some awesome prizes. Seriously. They're on our Facebook page, I think, or on the event page. Yep, they're on the event page. There are some badass prizes that are up. Like, I really wish we could have a few of them fall out of the basket. I know, like those uh, awesome animal head shot glasses. Yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. Well, too bad. Or that uh, that Enco board thing, where basically it's this uh, this magical board that kind of looks like a laptop, but you fold it uh, you fold it up and it comes with this magical like watercolor brush, uh-huh. and you can draw things on this yeah. like magic board, and then it eventually evaporates, so you can have like secret messages, and then they just disappear. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. It is pretty. Which awesome. I kind of want to like figure out how to incorporate that. Into the day. Okay. I'm, like, glad, I you're, write I'm secret, glad you're working on that. Well, because I want to write like secret messages or something. And if people like collect all of the messages before they disappear, then they get a prize or That's, something. Sounds very ambitious. I, I applaud you and support your work in that endeavor. I won't be participating. In that. I know you won't. You'll be drinking you. and, you and making O sixty nine jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all it is. That's my <laughs> yeah. whole that's my whole routine. It's just O sixty nine jokes. Um but yes. Oh, this is actually. I'm now that we've been talking about. It, I'm, I'm really. Well, I was looking forward to it, but I'm actually very much looking. It's forward to fun. it. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Oh, Eddie's saying uh, you guys should charge or at least uh, pay what you think is a good model. You know, there's weird gambling rules in the state of Oregon, so I don't know how that works exactly. But we're fine. This is a, that's why not your mom's iced tea is paying. It's honestly, you know, that's why it's free bingo. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, are, that's why we support. They're paying so, to sponsor us. So. Yeah. So they're they're the ones that are providing the free bingo. Uh, on we'll that, figure so. out how how to make money one of these days. Which I've come up with a new uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've come up with a new idea, which we should talk about in a bit. But I want to get back to what you were saying. Oh yeah, for the beginning of the show. At the beginning. Well, what I the reason this is coming up is I was talking about just skiing and and <laughs> me learning how to ski and how terrible I was. Um, but today, uh, Warren Miller passed away. So, and Warren Miller, let me just say this: he was ninety three. So this isn't you know a shocking young death or anything. Okay. Um, but Warren Miller was a big part of my life like yeah i guess really in in uh, especially high school and college and getting out of college because warren miller and unless you ski or snowboard you probably don't know who he is yeah i don't know who that is but he was the like the guy to make movies about skiing skiing or snowboarding or any of that any okay. kind of snow sports and so every year he would come out with a new movie where during the whole year he'd travel all over the world with these film crews and these professional skiers and they'd film them on some ridiculous you know side of a mountain you know jumping off a 100 foot cliff and Jeez. you know yeah i mean like incredible skiers like death defying yeah while they're doing flips and like turning around like so it's it like looks, the olympics um no they're above the olympics like oh. these guys are I mean, it, they're, this, they're pro skiers. Yeah, yeah. Like Glenn Plake. If you look up Glenn Plake, he had this giant mohawk. That was that was like our hero when, when I was in high school. Like everybody wanted to be like Glenn Plake. Um, but no, he would make a movie every year. And he uh, and then he'd, he'd go around and show them. You know, it, and it'd always come to Portland or Corvallis, and they'd show them all over the place. And you would go, and everybody who skis goes to that, and then you get like discount coupons for ski equipment and like a free lift ticket with your with your ticket purchase and all this stuff. So it was a really fun event that we would do every year. 
every year, me and all my friends that ski, we would all go to the Warren Miller movie. Like, you look forward to it every year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, and really, they're amazing films. And it seems like he was just like a great guy who just loves skiing. Yeah, he just looks like he has he had the friendliest face. Yeah, I think he just honestly lived at a, the, exactly the life he wanted to live. Like, just enjoyed life from everything that I know about him. You know, he, he enjoyed skiing and he went and made, like, hundreds of movies about skiing. That's really cool. So that's what he did. So that that was really cool, but it brought me back to just hear, seeing that name again. Brought me back to that, you know, thinking about skiing and and how, you know, when I was a kid trying to get into it because I didn't I didn't grow up knowing how to ski. I just decided that's what I wanted to do because I had all these friends who had been doing it since they were little kids. Yeah, like I, I went once when I was twelve. When did you? How old were you when you started? I went once when I was twelve, and it was with my uncle, and he took us. <laughs> He took us, uh, you know, just to the bunny slope. You know what the bunny slope is? That's I've I've been on the bunny slope. Okay, yeah, the bunny it's slope's like the, like the really one, right? little one. But the, yeah. yeah, it was me and like usually a bunch it's of, for like little kids. of like three year olds. Yeah, you were already skiing better than me. Yeah, yeah, it's if you don't know how to ski at all, you're on the bunny slope. Oh yeah, and, and they have like little... the the what, the place that I went to. It had one of those cords that you could hang on to. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and it would like pull you up the hill. It's a tow rope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a tow rope. So they had those. Only I can't remember where we went the first time. Maybe it was like Timberline or something. That, but they had a tow rope, but then it had like a little T bar sticking out the side of it. So what you could do, it made it even easier. You just walk up to it and then it just pushes you up. Well, it was supposed to push you up the mountain so you didn't have to hold on to it. And I remember when I was 12, I went over there. I didn't know how it worked. And I freaked out. And I fell down. And the T-bar, like, hooked onto my coat and just drugged me up, like, by, by my neck. Because, of course, Up it the did. mountain. <laughs> and I was flailing, trying to get off of it. But I couldn't get off until it drugged me all the way up to the top. And, like, my skis popped off. And I'm just stuck as this coat has dragging me up Greg, my that's coat. like the story of your life. That is the story of my life, yeah. If there was like a Greg Nibbler movie, it would just be you being dragged like, oh, by a T-bar no. all the way up the mountain. Like flailing, like, oh, everybody I, could I see you'd me. I just give up after a while. I just did. Just kind of lay there. I did. I did eventually just give up. Yeah. yeah, I could just see you just laying there. It's like, okay, this is what's happening. This yeah. is my life now. Yep. I was like, everybody can see me. This is how it is. <laughs> oh, my God. So I did that once. But then at 14, I was like, you know, I want to join the... I want to go skiing with everybody. Like, all the cool kids are going up on the bus. And so we had this ski club where you go up uh, – they they would rent a bus and they'd take everybody up to the mountain. Would you go past Silent Rock? Yeah, you go past Silent Rock. Mm-hmm. That's why I learned about Silent Rock really mm-hmm. was on the ski bus. Silent Rock is this rock on the way up to Mount Hood where you're supposed to be silent when you go around it. We've talked about it on the show before. Yes, we have, we read some horrible theories. Yeah. <laughs> so. it's, it's who knows. I think it's just a thing to make. You're just supposed to be quiet. Like, turn I think off it's your... just to get kids to shut up is what you, why yeah. it is. For yeah. like, like 10 seconds yeah, of silence. For 10 seconds of like, blessed silence. Oh, God, whoever's driving is like, hey, just shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Silent rock, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so I, I wanted to do that, and you go raise money, and then that's how you pay for it. And, and you get to go up a, a few times. And so we did all that. We raised money. We got to go up. But the problem is I went up and I didn't know I didn't know how to ski. But all of these other guys, like my buddies Dan and Nate and all these other people, they've been skiing for years. Oh, you don't want to be that person. I know because but I don't want to be the person on the bunny I don't want to be – yeah, but I don't want to be the person dragging everybody down because the two times I've attempted to once ski and once snowboard, I have ruined everybody's time. Well, I was that guy. So I was I was not going to be left behind. No, because like, everyone no wanted what. to go on like the di- like the black diamonds yep. or whatever, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. That's what I went on. And then someone gets stuck <laughs> having to babysit the person who doesn't know. Oh, yeah. Greg, you went on a black diamond. I went on double black diamonds. I went on everything. Everything they went on, I was like, nope, I'm going to do it. And the problem is we would get up there and go, and then I would instantly crash and just like skis everywhere. 
And then I'd have to get up and and go catch up to them and try and keep trying and trying. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I was not, I was not that good. I mean, I split my head open one time, like I fell on my skis somehow, but they would go off these cliffs. I'm like, no, I'm going to do it too. I can do it. And then I crashed and somebody landed on my skis and the ski mobile had to come and take me down the mountain at one point. Like they had to go get somebody like, all right, we'll go get somebody for you, Greg. Like, okay, I'll just wait right here, guys. I'll see you at the bottom. How I'll catch you up with you friends? later. Well, because I, I didn't, I kept trying. Eventually I got pretty good. Like good enough to where, I mean, not quite as good as them, but good enough to where I could go down double black diamonds and do all of that. Like I, I did just because out of sheer will. But I mean, we would jump off of cliffs. We had this one guy on in our, on our that was in our group that uh, he would go off of anything, but he was also not very good. And so we would go off on these, these outback things, like the outback at Ski Bowl. And there's all these cliffs. And you kind of get up close to it, but you can't really see what's on the other side. So you don't really know how far down it is or if there's rocks at the bottom. And so Hell you don't really know what, no. what you're dealing with. That's a nightmare. So there, well, you have two choices. You either just try to figure out a way around um, or you bomb it and go off of it. And just see what happens. You know, again, I was younger. I wouldn't, I would break in half right now if I did mm-hmm. that, I think. Yeah. Uh, but we had this guy, uh, we'll call him, we'll call him Mike. And Mike would do anything. So we would get near this thing and we'd be like, Mike, go off that cliff and tell us what it's like. All right. And he'd just go and he'd just bomb it. And then if he made it, we'd be like, all right, Mike made it. We're like, we're good. And then if he crashed, you know, you wouldn't see him, maybe see a ski flying somewhere. Like, Mike, what is he? He's like, there's rocks all over here, guys. You know, don't come down this. Like, all right, cool, bud. We'll go around. And then we'd just go around and then, you know. Are you still friends with Mike? No. <laughs> he did it. He wanted to do it. I don't know why. Because but, of teenage peer pressure. Yeah, maybe there was a little bit of that. Oh, you took advantage of him just trying to belong. Oh, you're bad. I you're didn't. Not a he wanted nice to do person. it. He wanted to do it. He wanted to fit in. He didn't want to hurt himself. I don't think. I don't think he was a. He was. He, I don't or think he got hurt. I was trying to think. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think he actually got hurt, ever. I mean, I'm sure he was in pain, but nothing. I, I don't remember any broken bones or anything like that. Do you I remember, mean, Mike would just do it. Do you remember when I told you the one time I tried to snowboard and the girl got stuck on my? <laughs> yes. So if, if just real quick, when I tried to snowboard, this is why I've never tried it again. I, I was terrible at it. Because uh, even when I was trying to get onto the ski lift, and I had my snowboard, didn't quite know what I was doing, got on, and this woman who was standing next to us, she's like, oh, can I just go on with you guys? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never snowboarded. Please, just can you wait for the next one? And she forced herself onto our ski lift with us. She slipped because I didn't know how to control my board. She slipped, fell off the ski lift as we're going up. We're only like five feet in the air. But her ski hooked onto my snowboard and she was fucking dangling there. <laughs> and they had to stop the entire ski lift, get her off of, uh, like, disattach her from my snowboard. And the whole time I'm apologizing. And um, and she eventually ends up getting on the chair behind us. And as we get to the top of the mountain and I get off on the chairlift, I promptly fall on my face. Because <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then she gets off right behind me and just kind of skis by and just does the oh, yeah. thing. Or like she just put powder on her face and she That's just like. That's the best thing. Yeah, it was like a, a middle finger on my face. And I was just uh-huh. like, I told you I didn't know what I was doing. And you forced yourself onto the chair. Oh. Not my fault. Yeah, and she totally did the thing. And uh-huh. then, of course, she had broken my fucking bindings when, so uh, when she stuck. did that. So I was stuck. And so I basically had to do like the snow plow all the way down Ooh. the mountain. It took forever. Yeah, that It took a like long two time. hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of. And that after that, sucks. I'm like, yeah, and I'm done. Yeah. 
The snow spray thing, that is the best thing about being on skis. Like if your buddy falls, just go right by him, just douse them in snow, and then keep on going. Oh, yeah. That, well, she was such a bitch. I'm like, I didn't do anything to you. I told you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Mike S. in the chat said, uh, my Mike could be waiting. He could have subscribed to your podcast as a live listener plotting his revenge show. Oh, oh I see what and we're Mike saying And Mike also here. says, Greg is a bully. <laughs> I wasn't a bully. I think you're just more of an idiot. Like, he would do it. Like, all right. I mean, if somebody is volunteering to do that, like, cool. I don't want to be the first one off the cliff. You didn't mm. say he was volunteering. You said, hey, Mike, you should go check that out. Oh, yeah. And then he just do it. Yeah. Like, okay. That doesn't so much sound like a volunteer <laughs> kid. <laughs> like, Mike will do it. Like, there were times where we'd wait for Mike to get there to send him off before we would be like, well, let's just wait a minute. Mike will be down here in a minute. Let's just have him go off. Like, All right, Mike. Craig. Keep on going, bud. Okay. Yeah, skiing freaked me out. I, I su- I'm more successfully. I mean, if somebody willingly does it, I don't see why it's my fault. Well, I more successfully successfully skied than snowboarded. I mean, I made it down the hill without like breaking anything. But I, it was scary going that fast. I didn't like going that fast with like these things, and they're kind of like wavering. And I'm like, fuck, we can For just skiing? like go. Yeah, you got to keep them together. Yeah, I know, and I'm afraid if I'm going to hit some lump, and then my legs are just going to like, I'm going to rip in half or something. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you're going so fast. I've had some brutal crashes. And this was when I wasn't wearing a helmet. Like, that's nowadays, I would not go without a helmet. Um, Keelan says, uh, Greg, how have you not killed one of your friends? <laughs> and then Ben says, uh, I'm waiting for a Ricketts Fest death. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. God. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, we just do dumb stuff just because you could, I don't know why. I don't know why we would do it. I mean, Dan and I would go out of bounds and, I mean, stupid things, like not smart around a bunch of trees and. We could have easily been hurt, like, pretty bad. Or, yeah, worse. Yeah, or worse. Um, But, you know, I don't know. That's what I did. Because I had to keep up with everybody. I didn't want to be left behind. That was the the main thing. And then we tried to figure out jumps and try to do tricks and all that stuff. I did a 360 once, I think. I think I landed it, yeah. Most of the time I didn't. How our brains rewrite history. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then I, you know, then I did a flip off of that. No, I didn't do any of that stuff. No, I... I, you would try. You did not do a 360. Yeah, no, no, no. Land I, it. No, I would most of the time I would get about 320 uh, and then just fall on my side. I'm oh, pretty you, sure I landed. You're making it once. skiing sound amazing. Yeah, let's go back up to the mountain now. I do. I want to go. I want. I want to go back. I would try skiing again. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I don't like being. Point, I don't. I don't. The thing I didn't like about it the last time is I don't like being held accountable for somebody else's good time. Like, I, I didn't, I was fine by myself, but my friend was just like, no, I don't want to leave you on the mountain That's by the yourself. Because lift tickets are expensive, and then when you're stuck there like babysitting somebody, like, I know. Okay. And I didn't want to be babysat. Yeah. This wasn't the snowboarding time, because um, I was by myself. No, no, I was with somebody on the snowboarding time. And she actually skied down, came back up, and then re-met up with me. <laughs> I was going, because it was taking me so long to get yeah. down the mountain. Yeah. No, that's... I'd try skiing again. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I want to go back up. I love skiing. I'm it's not going to jump off of anything. Time and money is what really keeps me from it right now. Yeah. I would not do the same things that I did then, though. I do, I do not have the – I can't bounce back as easy. Money. So that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> so, um, you know, as we were referencing at the beginning of the show, I'm like, oh, I was thinking of ways to make money. Yes. So my parents have been uh, hounding me about coming up to Bremerton and going and cleaning out some of, like, all of my old stuff because they're oh, trying yeah. to, like, downsize all of their stuff. And they have a ton of, you know, my college things and and even younger, like, some – and one of the things that they told me that I can go through are my old toys. 
Like they have a bunch of my oh, old yeah, to like sell. 80s toys. No, so I'm thinking I was looking online and some of our like, you know, nostalgic 80s toys go for a lot of money. So I'm thinking maybe I, I need to go through this and see if I can find yeah. some find some money. I've got I've got my old GI Joes and Transformers. Well, I was looking at some of these uh, cuz I found this thing online so I'm like, "All right, well, I'm I need to try it. I want to compare what I have and then see how much they're selling for." What do you you have GI Joes and Transformers? Yeah. All right, well, let me see. Do you have Hot Wheels? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm looking at this. So if uh, if you have Hot Wheels, if you find rare ones from like 1968 or no, from 1968 on, uh, some of them can sell for up to $125,000. What? Some of the hot? Some the hot, hot wheels. wheels. Yeah. Like what? What's $125,000? Seriously? Yeah. Now I'm very interested in the, this. It's like the little, um, when they had the little one-off ones. Like there's one that looks like a Volkswagen bus. That's the one that it is. A tiny little Volkswagen bus. $125,000. Shit. Let me see. There's uh, Pokemon really? cards. I think we were too old for Pokemon. Yeah, I, I didn't get into Because it was Pokemon. the late 90s and that yeah, was Yeah, it wasn't college. me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Pokemon cards go for $10,000. A Furby. I used to have a Furby. I did not. Furby's the one that like talks, right? It's like looks. It has like a beak and it was like. It's like a like furry, eyes. like owlish kind of beak yes. thing. But it's I didn't, creepy as hell. I didn't want one. My mom got it. Me and my sister Furbies for Christmas. Yeah, and then they say weird shit. And then they like, like sing together. That was creepy. I remember they like have this trill little sing song thing, and they'd be like, they talk to each other. Yeah, I don't like that. My sister and I didn't really like them. Actually, they kind of scared us, so we didn't. No, that is terrifying. I, I'm not a really big fan of animatronic things. I mean, I guess it's cool, but they creep me out. Yeah. So she got like it for Teddy us, too, it, like, way too late in life. Like, she bought them for us when I think it was in high school. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do with a stuffed owl, bird, Oh, yeah. Thing. They would talk to each other. That's right. Yeah, because you could sync them up and they'd be like... Yeah, like little creepy oh. noises. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, so uh, if you kept... Oh, yeah, they slept. Is this their song? No, they're sleeping. Oh, this is somebody actually wrote a Furby song. Yeah, okay, but mind. that's the sleeping noise that they did. Just... And then they communicate back and forth to each other. Yeah. So if you kept your Furby, which I don't know, I might have a Furby. And it's probably not even very much, very used because. Yep. God, that's yeah. terrifying. It was so that's creepy. Horrifying. Yeah, I How was somebody like, not made a horror movie out of Furbies. I don't know, but yeah, those were they. My mom got them for my sister and I so that they could talk. And my sister and I played with them. I mean, because we were, I was a senior in high school. I think when she got it for me, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with this. Like, take it to school with you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Can I bring it to my boyfriend's house when we're over there drinking beer on the weekends? <laughs> Sounds good. Um, all right. So, oh, so that goes for a thousand dollars. This is something that I always wanted, but I never had. Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, Did you that's, have that's what Ruxpin? I was talking about. Te- no, I didn't. I didn't have any of that stuff. Um, yeah, Teddy Ruxpin, that's the one where you put a tape in you it, right? You put a tape in him, and then he like sings, and his eyes blink, and his mouth goes, arm, 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 arm. Yeah. Yeah. Light brights. Oh, so Teddy Ruxpins are worth about $400. No shit. Uh, yep. What's light bright worth? Uh, light bright is worth, let's say they go for 150 I have a light bright. You have a light bright? I, well, we did. I don't know. I, I think it's probably still up in my... Your parents probably still have it. Probably. They got rid of some stuff there. They I think have... I, I have a light bright well, at my parents' house. Do you remember all like the papers that came yeah. with and you'd puncture them? You know, light brights are pretty awesome. Light brights were – I loved my light bright. We have one if you – We should get the light bright and put it in the studio. Well, if you – I was going to say if you watch Trends with Benefits, the video, in the back there's a light bright with the DT logo on it. 
that's Can't, punched in. Why are we not using one with Fun Employment Radio? I don't know. God damn it, Greg. Well, there we get go. Get your light bright. Or I'll, I'll get, get the one light from. bright. Uh, did you have a Sega Genesis? No. Okay. That goes for about $2,000. No way. An original. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. A Sega Genesis goes for $2,000? 16-bit gaming device was released in the 1980s, becoming a new must-have for experienced gamers. But Why would it be time. worth that much? Because it, it only existed for a short time, so it's the original. Was there, oh, there must have been multiple generations, I guess, of the Sega Genesis? Because I knew people that had Sega Genesis. Is Sega Genesis. Is, is, is. <laughs> um, yeah, because that seems ridiculous. I don't know. I never had one. All I had was the NES system. Yeah, um, that's that's what I I remember too. reading about this. Super Soakers, the original Super Soakers, go for around $100. What? Mm-hmm. A Super Soaker goes for $100? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I remember sure. actually reading sure about I've that. I'm pretty sure I've got a super sucker at home, or a super soaker, <laughs> a soaker super. The super suckers are an amazing band. Yes. I think you're talking about uh, super soakers. No, I'm I'm pretty sure I've got one at home. Yeah, super soakers because uh, they stopped making. Why? Them. Why is that? Worth I don't know. That but I remember money? reading that years ago, like original super soakers, because I I don't know something about the brand. Um, a Game Boy goes for about four hundred. What? Are you kidding me? No. Why do you have these things? You no, know, my brother had one. I think it's like in a bin of. Junk at my. You need to go. House. Okay, need, screw going I, to my parents' house. Me. I'm going to go to your. Yeah. You have all the expensive like electronic like boy in quotes toys from the 80s. Uh, Game Boy is worth four hundred dollars. Mm. I'm not going to tell Jeff it was his. No, was don't don't remind him. Uh, yeah, he has and several games. Yeah, original Cabbage Patch Kids. I had a I lot of Cabbage Kids. You did or didn't? No. Okay. No, we had a lot of Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, Jurassic Park things. Gem dolls. $400? Do you have all your gem dolls? I have all of the holograms and all of the misfits, but they're not in their boxes. Are these all, like, boxed things? Oh, is the Game Boy, like, in its original no, box? No, no, it's not in its original box. Shit. But gem, oh, damn. I have every, I have the Rockin' Roadster. I have her car that had a working radio in the trunk. It was the coolest thing ever. Oh, my gosh. That's probably worth something. Oh, I wonder if it is. Let's look at real time. Well, I'm just... $400 for a Game Boy? You're really stuck on the Game I Boy. I really am. I'm really uh, kind of stuck Power on that. Power Rangers, you can sell those dolls for uh, 20 to 30 bucks each. <gasps> Fisher-Price skates, I had those, the yellow and blue ones that you could slide in and out when your feet got bigger. Uh, no, I did not have those. Okay, those go for 50 No, we had some old school ones that we got at a garage sale that were the old, like, break your ankle kind. You strap them onto the bottom of your shoe, so you have no ankle support whatsoever. Those were... Those were pretty oh, dangerous. Oh, shit. I gave one of my friend's kids my set of moon boots. My moon shoes. Yes, somebody gave those to you. I know. And then I had them in my truck, and I walked on them. I'm like, I don't know. And then one of my friend's kids tried them on, and they gave her the... She was so excited. So I gave them to her. Well, how much? $150. Get them back. I'm going to get those back. I don't think I see She's her playing with them anymore. She's a kid. Take them away. All right, so this You're is the adult. one that, that started it. So I was like, this, do you know what the most expensive toy is that you can resell? Which I know my sister had a bunch of these, so I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go and see if I can find these for Fucking Polly Pockets. I don't know Do you know, know what, what Polly Pocket is? No, what so is a So the tiny Pocket? little plastic doll that came in like these little compact things that basically it looks like uh, from the outside, it looks like a, like a box or a, like a jewelry box or whatever, or it can look like a heart. And you open it, and inside of it, it was like a little Polly Pocket world. Like sometimes there would be like, a carnival, and sometimes they would just be like the inside of a house, and they're always like teeny little things. Dolls or whatever? There's a, yeah, so there's a doll? Polly Pocket's the doll, yeah. Okay. And so those are worth up to 15 fucking thousand dollars. What? 
$15,000 for a Polly Pocket. Attention, everybody. Just so you know. Polly Pocket. Yeah, I, I've never even... Why, is it, why would it be worth that much? I guess it's because... Again, who's paying them this money? I, people who, I don't, who miss their Polly Pockets? I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. People who have too much money on their hands, and yeah, I want to take it from so. them. Um, okay. Uh, All right. Let's see. Boppets go for 150 Jumanji. Jumanji, like the bo- like there's a board game. I guess I never played it. Oh yeah, uh, one fifty. Yeah, I did too. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles go for about two hundred dollars in the package. Oh, in the package. Yeah, yeah. that I, one's nothing I have is in the package. The only thing I have in the package is I I did keep some of my starting lineups, which you know what those are. Like, are they baseball cards? No, they're not cards. They're like they're figurines, um, of basketball and football and baseball players that you could get. Oh, okay. And uh, and we yeah we would collect those for a little bit. I wonder how much they're worth. I have my collection. Sorry, of- I know we keep on saying like how much is this worth? How much is this worth? Um, come out to Landmark Saloon this Saturday, four eight four seven Southeast Division. Support a small business because it's hard for small businesses in this economy to it keep is, on keeping yeah. on. Su- and by su- your support, it helps keep things going. Supporting us and supporting Landmark, yeah, and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Um, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, it looks like there's some. There's some stuff there. Some stuff there. All right. Well, I'm going to go through and try and see. If, I guess I have to figure out how to like do eBay and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you're going to be too good at that. I'm probably Which not going to be, Greg. Thanks be for your vote of confidence me. in me. No, because I know how this is going to work. You're going to be like, sell this and give me money. And then I'm yes. going to have to figure it out. I know. That's, that's that why works. you're very nice because you're more tech sa- Here's the compliment. You're more tech savvy than me, Greg. That was a very begrudging mm-hmm. compliment. No, it's, it's really truthful. 10%. All right. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Axtella, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. I need your opinion on this to see if you think this is cute or creepy. Okay. So this is from Missouri State, a Missouri State student, a university student, who feared that he swiped left on what could be his future soulmate on Tinder. So I guess if you swipe left on Tinder, I don't do... Yeah. I'm so, I'm so old. Swipe left is throwing on. That's that's no. no. Swipe right is yes. yes. And mm-hmm. then if you both swipe right, then you can. Yeah, then you're a match. Yeah. So he accidentally swiped left on this person that he meant to swipe right on. And he was so uh, worried that he is missing out on the chance to meet, you know, a future crazy Missouri State student wife man. So he knew that her first name was Claudia, and he knew the college that she went to. So he decided to go into the email servers for Missouri State University. Like he broke into it? No, no. He used to go, like, he looked at all the student records and wrote an email to every single Claudia, which was her name. That's a creep. He wrote to every single Claudia that's going to that university to try and find this girl that he accidentally swiped left on. Oh, no. Uh, so uh, over that's, the weekend, he began emailing all the Claudias territory. on campus, offering to take... Uh, the one that got away out for donuts. What was what was his email? Hey, are you on Tinder? I mean, they're probably all on Tinder. They're college students. Are you on Tinder? No, you're not the hot one I wanted. Man, no, college you this one? No, you're not this one. I mean, that is, that's some scary stuff. Tinder would have been awful in college. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So what, so anyway, he wrote all yeah, so of his I'm, I'm finding his, um, 
I'm finding it. First off, my name is uh, Hayden, and I made a rookie mistake on Tinder. I accidentally swiped left on a Claudia's profile, and I really wanted to swipe white, uh, swipe right. If Tinder provided the last names, this would be much easier, uh, but it doesn't, so I have to describe the profile to you. Oh, God. Descri- How did he describe I her? I swiped left on, the, uh, on a girl with the name Claudia. The age next to her name was 20, but in her bio she says she's actually 18 and didn't know how to change it. The, in the pictures, she proved she had uh, some with her friends and her mom in them. Dude, this guy is... Oh, man, no. Okay. Uh, I'm just asking, if this is your profile that I described, please message me back with right or left so I know if you're interested or not. Can't you just... Can't you say I'm not interested, or do you have to say right or left? What is the world coming to? I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm taking a look at the, the pictures here. Sorry, but I think she's kind of out of your league. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being an honest assessment of mainly the main fact being, A, you're a creep. Oh, God. Um, but also... If you choose right, we could totally get some donuts or something. But if you choose left, that's cool, too. No worries. If it's none of you, Claudia's, and you know even more Claudia's, that's, please man, spread the word. Dude, just... It would be much appreciated. Everyone, enjoy your day. Oh. Okay, that's not... That's, that's creepy. Yeah, as a woman, would you find that creepy? Yes. Yes. So he did actually find the Claudia, and I think due to social pressures, because since this became a news story. Oh, now she has to. Now she said uh, she's agreed to go out for a donut. Is that what, do people go out for donut dates? Is that a thing? Well, apparently if you're going out with Hayden, that's what you do. Yeah, Hayden just really wants to buy her a donut. So he did find Claudia. Let's see if this is a story for the ages. A New Jersey couple recently had to change their wedding venue from a judge's chambers to a bathroom after their relative decided to get ill. I'm th- you know what? This is so – I hate this story. I hate most of my stories that I pulled because every damn story that I looked at today ended horribly. I'm like, oh, this is, this is looking promising. This is looking promising. Oh, that person died. This, this is looking promising. Horribly? No, it doesn't. It's just a stupid story. But I needed some things, so I'm just – I pulled a filler okay. story, Greg. All right. Do you care about a, pe- a person who had to go and get married in a bathroom in New Jersey? No. No. Are you planning about your own world of crazy? Yes. Is this what you're doing? Yes. Let's go on to my other world of crazy where somebody doesn't die. Nobody made you pull that story. It was the world made me pull this story, Greg. Okay. The world. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Here's another one. Wow. Let's talk about a new Guinness Book of World Record, huh? Okay. Yeah. A Virginia man broke an unusual and painful world record when he walked barefoot across an 120-foot path of Lego bricks. Oh. That sounds awful. Yeah. But there's a world record for and that? And there was. It used to be 85 feet. Okay. And he broke that record by walking 120 feet. <clears throat> I don't know how people actually get to these conclusions. They're like, what do I want to do with my life? Walk on Legos. Hey, world That's record it. holder, though. Yeah, we still need to figure out. What happens out when record. somebody breaks that record, though? Are you just, like, crushed and defeated? Why don't we just do it? Right, let's... Make I told you we could do the longest broadcast. I talked about that before. No, but then you looked it up and it was like 19 days. Yeah. We've gone through this. We're not doing the longest broadcast. broadcast. Well, this guy's name is uh, Russell Kesava. He took off his shoes Sunday at Chesapeake Montessori School to walk across the 120-foot Lego path and break the world record for a barefoot, barefoot Lego walk. Um, the successful attempt, which has been submitted to Guinness, was aimed... 
at raising money. Okay, okay. Well, this All is right. just sweet. This is raising money. So we have to raise money for something, Greg. That's fine. Okay. Uh, aimed at raising money for Fairy Bricks, which is a British charity that provides Lego sets to hospitalized children. Okay, yes. That's, that's amazing. Yes, that's great. That's amazing. What What were you looking at? The longest broadcast? 150 hours, 30 minutes is the longest live stream video. 150 hours. Do you have to do anything? Can you, like, sleep? Yeah. Yo, I think you have to do stuff. I don't think you can just be sleeping. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, we might be able to do that. Okay. 150 hours. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a really long time. Yeah, all sitting here. I think you get, like, a bathroom break, like, once an hour or something. We'd have to look up the rules. That just sounds smelly. Oh, it'd be very that's, smelly. That's giving me flashbacks to survive it and drive it mm-hmm. and the smell of that truck when those people had to sit in there for days. Basically, if we lasted six and a half days, we would break it. Can we, like, watch TV or read a book or something? Or do we have to just I don't know. Talking? I don't know what the rules are. I mean, obviously, you have to have guests. I mean, you can't stay awake that long, so can you do it in shifts? Or is it only one of us could get the record? Oh, that's true, because if we do shifts... Or do we both get the record? I don't know. Do we both get it? Well, we could phrase it as like a duo's longest broadcasting. I don't know, man. I'm I'm looking for some motivation. I I'm you actually are hitting me at the right time. I'd think about doing it. All right. Six and a half days is a long time. Sitting in this room. We need to get extra power to make sure that the stream stays up. That's what mm-hmm. I would worry about. Probably need to get a functioning refrigerator. <laughs> so we could eat. Okay. I'm glad we worked this out on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody. This. Portland's best podcast. Yep. All right. And finally, got my final story. Last month, people were shocked to discover that hundreds and hundreds of men have been paying huge sums of money. Huge. Huge. To have their penises whitened. We've talked about this. That's right. We yes, have there was a this. hospital in Thailand offering the procedure <laughs> to get rid of dock areas on your penis for 480 wow. pounds, and it's extremely popular. Yeah. Now, there's an option for women who want whiter vaginas. Jesus Christ. It's being offered by celebrity cosmetic surgeon Vicky Bello in the Philippines. It's done with lasers. I do not want lasers in my intimate areas. No. 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 So it says that women probably need about three sessions with the lasers, and there's a three to four day recovery period. You're put under local anesthetic, and it's supposed to not be painful. If I had extra money, I don't think I'd be using it to do that. I guess that's like people who get the other thing bleached, too. Why are you sitting over there? I am struggling over here. You talk to me. You talk to me, Greg. You try to try to work it out. About 100 men a month are having their penises whitened. I mean, I didn't pull the penis whitening. You know, this is like the, the best of a bad batch. I'm trying. It's not cheap if you want to get it done. It'll cost I'm you about, about 700 pounds. So it's a lot more expensive for the ladies. Or 
Not just ladies, for anyone who has a vagina. There you have it. Yeah. There's your world of crazy. There, there it is. Wish I could bleach that from my mind. That was your one funny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, ready? Let's do some ball talk. I've got a little bit of ball talk. Yeah. Oh, hi there. I'm starting to embrace this music now. I need like a cool What's like what? plaid sport coat and like for the intro I'd be like me spinning around. Oh, hello. You just picture yourself as Greg Ron Nibbler, Burgundy. Welcome to Ball Talk. Yeah. All right. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, I, I got to spin it. in my chair. I stepped on it. I know. Go. Well, I need to. Okay. Start the intro over. Jesus, I mean, Greg. All right. Okay. Just give me one. Here we go. Go. We're not going to focus on this. But. Camera zooms in. It's like a shot of the studio. Oops. Oh, hello there. Greg Nibbler here. With Ball Talk. Let's talk balls. That was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, we got to work on that. Anyway, um, (laughs) quick little bit of ball talk. It's a potpourri of balls, so we just have a little bit here. Scandal is brewing. Not scandal. Disappointment. Is hitting England hard. With the announcement... That the cheese rolling festival has been canceled. No! Because kids don't think it's cool. Millennials. How do they not think cheese is cool? Cheese is the coolest. So they have this thing called the cheese rolling festival, which I would definitely go to a cheese rolling festival, where they take uh, logs of cheese and they roll them in a team sport. That sounds amazing. Why don't we have cheese rolling here? I don't know. We should clearly get it from England because they're not appreciating it. So it takes place in Stilton, England. And they generally, they look for 12 to 16 teams for the men's competition, 8 to 12 for the women's division. And it looks like you can have four people on a team. They all dress up in costumes. And then they take, they all roll a cheese log down the street. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Every, I, love I mean, it's everything pretty, about that this. already sounds amazing. But they are having too hard of a time getting teams. They can't get 12 to 16 men's teams or 8 to 12 women's teams. I mean, does it cost a lot of money to participate? I don't think so. I mean, if it's an astronomical amount of money to participate in the cheese contest, I'm I can not see seeing that where there's being... A, I don't know what the price is. You know what the price of our bingo that's happening on Saturday, January 27th? At the Landmark Saloon? 4847 Southeast Division. No. It's free. Oh, it's free. Yeah, it's free to play. Well, no reason not to come there, and kids love bingo. So anyway, they're also citing that the cost of insurance for the event is also a bit of an issue. But this sounds like kids have ruined cheese, the cheese rolling competition. That's what I'm getting. The kids ruin everything. Why would they not ruin a delicious competition? So let's hope that uh, (laughs) maybe we can bring this picture in the chat. If that's what it is, it does look a little dangerous. Um, No, that's oh, that's a different cheese rolling competition that that she's posting. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's not from this festival. Oh boy, sorry, I got my cheese festival. That's not my cheese festival. Not my cheese festival. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Wow. Going for dollar for dollar with the Not my quality cheese. content right hey, now. Hey, cheese rolling festival. I think that's fascinating news. 
All right. Moving on to ball talk. Oh, it's like curling, but on the ground and with cheese. It's nothing like that. And, but with ice blocks. N- no. And not a, no ice blocks. No. Not, not really with at all. cheese, but with delicious cheese. It's not... Doesn't... Doesn't... It isn't like that. Um, moving on to ball talk. We'll just do one more story here to wrap up for today. Does it have to do with cheese? Yeah, it doesn't. It has to do with the Super Bowl because that's all... Either... Look, in the world of sports, it's either news about the people getting arrested for terrible things or um, or this. So the Super Bowl takes place next week. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles against the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles got there by beating the Vikings in Philadelphia. Now, the Super Bowl is in Minnesota, is in the Vikings stadium. Okay. So, which means all of these Eagles fans, which there's video after video of Eagles fans being jerks to Vikings fans in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Well, now all those Philadelphia Eagles fans are flying to Minnesota to go watch the Super Bowl. So, they're going into, the, into, Minis, into Minneapolis. So, these are all the people that were messing with them. All the people that were just jerks to the oh, Minnesota so Vikings fans a, be a shit show. are now flying to Minneapolis for the Super Bowl. And all those Vikings fans are just there. Remembering exactly how the Eagles fans treated them. It just oh. happened because the Super Bowl happens to be in their city. So there's a lot of people talking about what they're going to do. And apparently there's a big movement for a bunch of them to sign up for Uber accounts. And this was posted like there's a huge movement for Minnesota fans in Minneapolis to sign up for Uber and Lyft accounts to be drivers. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they can so they can drop Eagles fans off at the wrong places because none of them care. They're like, we don't care about keeping the job. We just want it so that we can drive Eagles fans to the wrong places and just drop them off. That seems like the particular kind of spite that you respect. Yeah. 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 It's not, I mean, nobody's getting hurt. <laughs> They're going to end up like, you know, in the wrong section of town and then they have to get another, another Uber. I like that kind of, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Too. That's, that's my kind of, again, nobody's hurt, but that's pretty funny. Because most likely, if they're Eagles fans, they're going to be drunk anyway, so they're not going to know the difference. That's true in a city that they're not like, whatever. With. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then there's, um, I guess there's, <laughs> since Cowboys fans dislike them too, there's a bunch of uh, Cowboys fans talking about going up to Minneapolis with their Uber accounts and just doing the same thing. Oh wow. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. That is pretty funny. We'll just leave it at that. That, that concludes was good, this edition of Ball Talk. I like the umpapa in the back. Yeah. It's just very subtle. Yeah. Adds a little class. Hi there. I didn't see you. Are you still trying to make that work? Didn't see you come in. Yeah, I'm, it's it's just not going to happen. I just don't think that it's going to happen for you. It's not happening you. for me today. No, or I can work ever. It out. I can work it out another day, though. Okay. Uh, you know what is happening, though, sir? Tell me. Next Adventure. Oh, Next Adventure is happening. Nextadventure.net. Next Adventure, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We... Do love them. Yes, we do. I actually went to my friend's baby shower uh, this past weekend who happens to work at Next Adventure. Nice. And I ended up spending some time maybe having some champagne with some lovely people who work at Next Adventure. I have to tell you, that company, every person I've met who works there sings their praises about yeah. like how, how nice the people are, like how just what a pleasant work experience it is for them, which is so important. Um, I mean, because I, I actually did some side work for them. A couple of years ago, 
because uh, I was in between some stuff and I needed some side work. And so I went and helped them with a bunch of things. And that's honest truth. They are all very nice people. It's because it, it, cause it, it's because it comes from the top down. So Brian and Deke are the owners of Next Adventure. And since they're awesome people and they treat their employees awesome, so everybody there genuinely seems to love their job mm-hmm. and love working there. And they're all pleasant. And yeah. that's why it's so nice to go in there and to go shop there because they're people who are actually passionate about their about whatever their department is. And they're not trying to like get away with anything. Like no. it's, it's all like reasonably priced. It it's has like a the huge ski department stacked with people who just love skiing. Oh yeah. They just you know they love it and so they love to talk about it. There's the camping department. They love camping. They love to talk about it and mm-hmm. like help you out. You know, whatever your whatever your level is. So I mean it's that's why it's just such a really really nice place to go. It's just a great experience. So next adventure their main store is here in town on the corner of Stark and Grand in Portland, but you can buy from them wherever you are at nextadventure.net and uh I mean, it's well worth it. It is. And the prices are awesome, too. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The prices are great, but the experience is it's just a nice place to go. It's a good so, way to put it. Next right? adventure. Thank you for sponsoring Fun Employment Radio. Yes. All right. Um, oh, and I also want to give – let's give a shout-out to – hi to Andy and Christy. It was good to see you guys. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was It was very good to see you guys. Yes, and when we bumped into them, uh, they had said, there's like, we just finished listening to you guys talking for a couple <laughs> hours on our road Here trip. Here we are. And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's just still going. Here I am. My voice is coming right out of my voice. face. Uh, Brahim and Hana in the live chat just said they went to Next Adventure and dropped our names at the counter and got a discount. Oh, that's amazing. We always appreciate it when people, if you go into one of our sponsors, um, you know, if you can, if you can work in mentioning us, that's always cool. Thank you so much for doing that. I'm glad I got a discount. And then Carrie said that uh, she bought some stuff at Amazon via our link. Nice. Thank you so much, Thank everybody. You, everybody. Like, every little bit counts. We really yeah. appreciate it. We yeah. never want to sound like we're, um, you know, like a no. fundraiser or something. But, I mean, we really do genuinely appreciate and need help yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it, it does help us. Yeah. That's that's just 100% true. Yeah. All right. Um... Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Bam. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow with the regularly scheduled time. Regularly scheduled time. Regularly scheduled noon time. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clock. Noon o'clocker. Don't. Nooner. That's not what you think it is. And then nap. That's not something. Afternoon. Okay, never mind. Um, anyway. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we love y'all very much. Yes. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. That's enough. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>